How about them Wildcats? How about some revenge? I think we got to talk about Northwestern taking down Ohio State on the road. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. We really appreciate you tuning in and making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Um, We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We are also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern and you can find us there. Wherever you are listening, make sure you are subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode as we continue to put out videos each week. Um, Yeah, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Also, today's episode is is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. All right, let's jump into this because this was such a huge game for Northwestern. Um, I really thought, the record and the wins um, would have them a little higher in some of these bracketology uh, setups, some of these predictions. But you know, I think the non-conference strength of schedule is kind of getting to them. But this is a this was another road game, uh, an enormous opportunity against a well-respected Ohio State team, despite the record. Uh, they're only eleven, and they were only only eleven and twelve coming in, but they were a top forty team in the net and in Ken Palm, so that should give you an idea of kind of what the country thought about this Ohio State team. The record wasn't great; they lost nine of their last ten, they lost four in a row, but they were still very respected um, nationally. And, you know, you're in Value City Arena, you're on the road, you're in a hostile environment. You never know what you're going to get, uh, and you you better be ready for just about anything. I mean, this is a team that um, you know can get hot because they've done it to you before. Um, they've got some solid wins, but they've also got some bad losses, so it's a little bit of a mixed bag. I was very curious coming in just to see where this Ohio State team was mentally uh, in this game after going through it recently and just felt like they got kind of beat down there for a while. I was wondering how they were going to um, look in this one. And you know what? They showed up ready to play, I think. Um, but they were five-and-a-half-point favorites, Northwestern, five-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game. Uh, Northwestern came in at number 52 in the net rankings, um, trying to crack that top 50. Um, they were blown out by the same team previously this year. That one was at home, and that one, who I think that was that was New Year's Day, I do believe. 
Um, and that was rough. That was rough. That was that's when I was starting to tell people, I was like, hey, watch out for this Northwestern team. They're pretty good. Uh, they're playing some good ball right now. They're kind of rolling going into the new year, going into the main part of Big Ten play. And then they had the worst start of all time in that game as they started like two of 24 or something, got down 34 to eight, um, ended up losing the game 73 to 57. Um, and, you know, it's kind of an interesting spot for Northwestern to catch them because Ohio State had lost a bunch of games. Northwestern was just coming off the craziest two weeks that anybody in the country has had. Uh, they had the eight-day COVID pause, uh, and then they had six games in 13 days. But they were finally in this game caught up, uh, fully caught up, I guess, in terms of like getting some rest. I guess technically that Wisconsin game was them catching up. Uh, but in this one, they're caught up with the schedule after that eight-day COVID pause. Uh, in which that stretch they went four and two in six games in 13 days. I think that that uh, is one of the more underrated, like sneaky things anybody has done this year because nobody has faced that challenge. Uh, you don't even face that challenge in the NCAA tournament. The only thing that's kind of close to it are those early season tournaments or like a conference tournament. Uh, if you're like the lowest team in the tournament and you got to run all the way to the championship. That would be, I guess what it would be like. Um, but you know, they started three, and zero in those six games um, were rolling. And then I think legs kind of got to them a little bit. Iowa shot the lights out Michigan. I think that was preparation and fatigue, uh, lack of preparation and fatigue that got to them there. Uh, they got embarrassed at home in that game, but then they bounced back with that win against Wisconsin uh, things were looking pretty good uh, coming out of that game. You get the rest, and you come into this game, and you're just thinking, hey, don't dig yourself a big hole like last time. Do not get down 34-8. to eight. And honestly, that's kind of been the, the message I've had for this Northwestern team all year long is that when you compete from the opening whistle, when you don't dig yourself a hole, you're a really hard team to beat. When you dig that um, double-digit early hole or that 26 in this instance with Ohio State, it makes it impossible to come back and win a game. It really does. Um, and you know what? They responded, and I appreciated that. Um, very encouraged. And we're going to talk about the game in just one second. But first, let's talk about our friends at FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because, you know, they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to, to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. And you know, I mean, this, um, this Super Bowl, I'm... Um, why am I switching back to the Chiefs? I don't know. 
Chiefs uh, are a one and a half point underdog. Um, I think at that point you just take a money line. Uh, I think if I was looking for somebody to score a touchdown in this game, I'd look at Travis Kelsey with the fact that he scored in every playoff game so far this year. I feel like he's so vital for this Chiefs team to win. And, you know, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, the way that they scheme people up, they can scheme Travis Kelsey up, the way that Mahomes manipulates defenses and the way that Kelsey finds space, I think Kelsey's going to get himself a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But uh, you can go bet on all that on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So join for the FanDuel or join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book partner of the NFL. Also, Thank you again for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's talk about the game itself because, you know, off the jump, I thought Northwestern uh, held their own. I thought they did. I thought that they uh, were were ready to play. Uh, got the first basket of the game on the opening possession. Matt, Matt Nicholson getting rolling. Uh, Ohio State built a little bit of a lead, but, you know, Northwestern hung in there, and they hung in there the entire time in the first half. The worst point was they let a, I believe, 8-0 run happen, and they got down by 6. But then you saw them fight back. You saw Nick Martinelli get involved, Brooks Barnheiser get involved, Boo Booie get involved, and then uh, you saw good old Nick Martinelli, who's becoming one of my favorite players, with a beautiful move at the end of half. Uh, kiss it off the glass to take a 28-27 lead to halftime. Really was uh, beautiful to watch. I was I was pumped for him. Um, those were, <laughs> granted those were the the only two shots he hit for the game for his four points. But you know they were four really big points in that first half to kind of bring you back from uh, a six point deficit and you end up actually taking a lead to half against this Ohio State team. In that first half, Northwestern um, didn't shoot spectacular from two uh, as their their field goal percentage was 42.3% um, from the field, 11 of 26, but they're pretty good from three, five of 14. Only got to the free throw line two times, Boo Booey uh, going one of two, which you know is shocking with how well he shoots the free throw. Um, kind of got dominated on the boards, got out rebounded 17 to 10 in that first half. But you know, they limited turnovers, uh, they they moved the ball well, they had seven assists. Um, they uh were able to limit an Ohio State team, um, who went 0 for 9 from three, they were able to uh not get lit up there. Uh, some of that maybe Ohio State just missing some shots. They didn't put Ohio State at the line. 
Uh, Ohio State just one of one at the free throw line. Zed Key with that one free throw. But nobody really took off against you. I mean, Zed Key had seven points. He had six boards. He was pretty effective in the first half. But outside of that, uh, Suing had six points. And nobody else had, had more than four. On the Northwestern side, Boo Booey, nine points, three of five from the field, two of two from three. If he gets going from three, watch out. This Northwestern team is just going to get better. Uh, Chase Audis, really quiet, one of seven from the field, just three points in the first half, one of four from three. Um, but I tell you what, the guy who showed up in the first half, besides Nick Martin Martinelli, who was two of two with his four points, Brooks Barnheiser. Brooks Barnheiser, seven points, three of five from the field, one of three from three. Uh, love Brooks Barnheiser. Just a really um, love the effort. I'm going to talk more about him here in a little bit. I really am because he's uh, been spectacular here recently. Um, but he had to feel good going to half, um, up one. And you come out in the second half. And you shoot well. You really do. You go 50% from the floor, 13 of 26. Um, you exact dead on 50%. Uh, you build a little bit of a lead. Then they make another run at you. They make a 9-0 run. Uh, you continue to hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. And then this stretch in the middle is absolutely huge for Northwestern. You go quick 6-0 run, you weather a little three three points for them, and then soon thereafter, 7-0 run, and you look up, and Northwestern is up nine points. And from that point on, you withstand a little bit of their runs. That's from that 939 mark to 444 was really where Northwestern made their move. They went from um, down two to up nine. And then you kind of just hung in there and weathered the storm. It wasn't pretty at times. Chase Audige got going a little bit. Uh, Brooks Barnheiser got going. Um, I mean, Boo Booey did Boo Booey things. Robbie Barron got a little, got in on the action. Um, but you go 50% from the field in the first half, but you go 7 of 15 from three, 46.7%. Get to the line 11 times. You hit eight of them. They get to the line 10 more times than you and hit just 13. Uh, they went one of five from three in the second half. So that means they went, I believe that means they went one of 14 from three. That is huge in a game like this. Uh, you you keep Zed Key from really, he didn't get to double digits after getting seven points in the first half. Um, Suing has a great second half. He gets 13 points, four of six from the field, five, seven at the line. He also grabs four boards. Uh, Thornton gave you 10 points for Ohio State, uh, four of six, two, two free throws as well. But in that second half, it was a lot. It was a little bit more well-rounded for Northwestern. Boo Booey, 10 points, three of five, four of four at the line, four assists in that second half, did have three turnovers. Chase Adige, nine points, two of five from the field, two of three from three, three of five at the free throw line. Um, how did he do on steals? I'm trying to recall. I know he got some. I saw some that were... He got two steals for the game, I believe, um, but he played pretty well. I mean, slow start offensively in the first half, a lot stronger in the second half. Uh, Robbie Barron gave you five points. He hit a three. Uh, he grabbed three boards. Um, but the guy, the player of the game for Northwestern, in my mind, without a doubt, is Brooks Barnheiser. Brooks Barnheiser in the second half goes four of five from the field, three of three, 
or three of four from three, one of two at the line, grabs you a couple boards, gets you 12 points, and allows you to win that second half. Uh, he really is the full fuel to the fire, um, and he allows you to to outshoot Ohio State in the second half. Um, you shoot, I mean, what, 40, 46 0.7% from three for the game. For the game, you shoot 41.4% from three, 12 of 29, 46% from the floor. Ohio State goes 50% from the floor, but one of 14 from three. You shoot the free throws a little better percentage. They get more opportunities, um, but you're, you're able to make up the five-point difference there. You kind of got beat around on the boards, 35 to 24 but you made up for it. Uh, you, you had five fewer turnovers than they did. You should have had a heck of a lot fewer than that. We'll talk about that in a second as well. Uh, but you're able to pull out a 69-63 win at Ohio State that is absolutely huge in a game like this. We're going to talk about the takeaways from this game in a second. Uh, but first, we're going to say thank you again for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, takeaways from this game. Absolutely a huge win. Quad one win. Beautiful. Uh, you're able to move up to number 51 in the Ken Palm, up to 49 in the net. So you're now a quad one win for everybody that's uh, I refer well for some teams. You're you're in that category uh, where you got to be. I think it's top 50 neutral site. I know it's top 30 at home. I I don't know what it is on the road. Uh, to be honest with you, um. But that's a huge win against a respected team, a quad one win. You're now six and four in quad one. You're two and three in quad two, one and oh in quad three, and eight and oh in quad four. Um, Brooks Barnheiser, player of the game, 19 points, uh, has been huge recently. I absolutely love his effort. He has a grittiness to him. He has an effort to him. He crashes the glass. He gets offensive rebounds. He gets good looks from three. When you need, he can kind of do a little bit of that chase Audis, get in the paint, and then hit the fadeaway. I mean, it's beautiful to watch him play. He's not the most athletic guy on the court, but he gives you 100% effort uh, all the time. Love it. He's going to be huge. You're going to need him the rest of this season. You're going to need Ty Berry to play well as well. Those guys are kind of my, the two guys that if you can sustain success with them, it elevates this team to new heights. And now they all of a sudden become one of the most dangerous teams in the, in the country, uh, much less the big 10. Uh, Nick Martinelli has been really big, especially while Julian Roper has been banged up. He has played critical minutes and he's gotten stuff done on the court. It's not a just, uh, massive hole on the team with Julian Roper out because Martinelli has stepped up the way that he has. Um, Got to talk about the turnovers late in the game because holy cow, Northwestern lost their minds 
and just played sloppy down the stretch and made that game close. And it shouldn't have been. You were you played a lot better than that Ohio State team uh, last night, but you just kind of let them hang in there, hang in there. You made some dumb passes. Chase Audige, Boo Booey doing some dumb stuff on inbounds passes, turning the ball over. But, but you survive, and that is what is important. You advance to 17-7 and seven overall, 8-5 and five in Big Ten play, uh, three-game home, home stretch coming up. Very difficult. Uh, some really good teams. Uh, a couple quad two games left on the uh, docket and five quad one games left. So lots of room to build a resume if you want. Uh, probably going to win, what, three to get in the tournament from this point on to lock it up 100%. Um, and, you know, next up, great opportunity. You can, you can basically lock up the tournament on Sunday because on Sunday you take on number one Purdue. Um, and you had Zach Eady and the boys from uh, and the Boilermakers. Um, heck of a challenge there. We're going to talk about it um, before that game on Sunday. But, yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. Sorry it was a little bit later. Uh, had a lot of stuff going on today. Unable to get on the microphone until right now. Um, but, yeah, what a win for Northwestern. Uh, they keep the train going. The quest for tournament NCAA tournament number two for this program is very much on. They can keep the momentum up. If they can pull an upset on Sunday. Whoo! We're talking about all but locking this thing up. Um, but yeah, this has been a lot of fun to watch this team exceed all expectations this year. Uh, but thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there wherever you're listening. Make sure you are subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, I'm your host, Carter Bird. And you know what? I'll see you all next time. <laughs>